Hello and welcome to the Carpetrage Podcast, episode 113. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hi. Good I'm, afternoon. I am not dehydrated. I am still a little somehow. There we go. That's a good start. It's like six days after I went to the ER for it, and I'm still not really 100%. So, But we're back in the actual like recording place, instead just, of like being at my house. I wait till my pee turns like really yellow, and then I just drink nothing but water for a day. Yeah, I'm apparently fine. it's like a delayed action, though, because like, I was hydrating like mad the day that I actually had to go in, but it was the days prior that oh, really, really yeah, set I, me I over. Yeah, I keep myself so. decently hydrated. I thought I did, too, but apparently the Minneapolis Mile took it out of me, so... Probably, yeah. Anyway, we're back. I'm not dead. All good. You know However, <clears throat> somebody... Yes. No, actually, I'm not even going to go there yet, because I want to talk about Patreon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do something uh, nice before we do something just terrible. Um, we have a Patreon page. For those of you that don't know what that is, it is a means of uh, content consumers like you directly supporting content creators like us without uh, the need for uh, integrated advertising and things like that. So if you hop on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage, C-A-R-B-I-T-R-A-G-E, You'll find our two levels, which is $1.50 a month and $5 a month. And uh, you do get a perk if you go with the upper one. The lower one, we just give you our undying gratitude. So yes. hop on over there. If you don't feel like doing it, no worries. We'll keep on doing the podcast either way, but uh, take a look. Yes. And now that we've had that, we are I'm dying. not dead, but I unfortunately have some news about somebody very near and dear to Carbitrage. Well, at least to what we enjoy here. No, this is near and dear to Carbitrage. This is near and dear to everybody. Lee Iacocca died. Yes, unfortunately. That's actually The really father sad. of the Mustang, the man that saved Chrysler. He did a bunch of good stuff. Yes, he made the uh, Reliant K. Mm-hmm. I came very close to posting a uh, Reliant, K, uh, Reliant K song on the Carbitrage uh, Facebook uh, page mm-hmm. without mentioning Lee Iacocca and just saying thank you and then just that song. <laughs> <laughs> if you are like, been, it would have been fitting enough. Yeah, pe- people would be like, "Wait, what?" And then like, people to understand what band is. They go, "Oh." I mean, you still can to see who who is the hardcore listeners and who who is. Yes, it? that's true. Hmm. Um, I mean, I got ta- a, <clears throat> an urgent text saying, "Jana, what's the best Reliant K song?" And I was like, "Oh God, I gotta go break out the Zune. I'll be right." Back. <laughs> <laughs> I do love how you keep a separate set of music on your Zune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, oh, I know what that means when that comes out. But yeah, so man. It, it, t- it takes a bold man to pose with a comb over in a windowpane suit behind a Mustang too. Yeah, and this was a brand new Mustang too, so it didn't look quite as crap. But it was crap. Yeah, they were terrible. And Lee, I mean, he, he's not one of those people that died in his 30s, 40s, or 50s. Like, he had a pretty good long life. You he's know, he, 94. Yeah, and but. you know, he was in Miami Vice. I did not know that. Yeah, he actually had a cameo in it. Um, huh. Yeah, and then there he almost ran for president against Reagan. I also did not know that. Yep. That's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun factoids about Lee Iacocca that I know. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really big bummer. I mean, Lee Iacocca, he was uh, one of those car industry people. Or he's, he's a man in Detroit, and he's one of those people in the, mis- in the, in the car industry that understood that the bottom line is what matters most. Mm-hmm. But getting to the bottom line, you you have to get something that excites people. Because when they, when they were coming out with the Mustang, they wanted to give it, like, independent rear suspension and all this, like, fancy tech from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. And Lee Echo was like, no, 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 don't, don't do, literally don't do any of that. You know what you should do is make it accessible. Make it accessible and make it fun. Yeah. And then when he went back and was at Chrysler, you know, 20 years later, 
he had the same issue where Chrysler had just come out with the L body, the Omni and the Horizon, which were not selling the best. Um, he ended up switching from using a Volkswagen derived 1.7 liter to switching to the 2.2 liter. And then he moved on. He contacted Carol Shelby, had Shelby make the GLHS, and mm-hmm. said, I, I need something that's reliably fa- reliable, fast, and cheap. And yep. that's when Carol Shelby said, I wanted to make a car. I wanted to make the plug ugliest little box that Chrysler made and tune it till it can whip something like a Ferrari or a Porsche. And then he did. And if you actually look at the numbers, yeah, the it GLHS could. Turbo or the Omni GLHS, whatever, yeah. especially like the Series 2 cars, those were super fast. But yeah, uh, Lee brought Shelby into Ford. Yes. And that partnership went until Shelby died. And actually, it's still going. Well, actually, they, when he made the. It, there was a brief pause in it because after Lee Iacocca left Ford in the late 70s Ford was slapping the Cobra name on random crap Uh as a sticker package Shelby had this huge fight with him about it had a falling out they were going through this massive trademark dispute Um, and then that's when when Lee Iacocca contacted Shelby and Shelby being pissed off at Ford was like oh hell yeah (laughs) like absolutely we're going to do this like, we're going to shit on the Mustang. It's going to be great. So that's actually... Oh. And then after that, he went back. So it wasn't until the SN95... That Whatever. He, that's just like a couple taking a hiatus. I'm just going to say that they it were was, together. It was, a, it was a 15-year hiatus. But the thing, the thing was, I think Shelby was more of an Iacocca uh, like loyalist than he was a Ford loyalist. That is a hard name to spell, by the way. When I was adding it to the notes, I had to double-check it like three times. It, it is weirdly phonetic. Ayakaka. It, it, it's really, really weirdly phonetic. But it's a very unique name. Yeah. So He's got a very John Davis-esque lean back going he on does, right yeah. there. He, He's probably getting a beach. Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, from knee height, because yep. that's how long his penis is. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Pin, yeah, see, there the you go. pinstripe suit pants. Yep. He was an episode of Miami Vice. You played a park commissioner. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bummed about that. Yeah, he no, was that... not necessarily our benevolent overlord. Because we've had those, and then now we have both removed our benevolent overlords. Because you had Carlos going, and I had um, Bob Lutz. Bob Lutz has been trash. And he's been since doing the start. some really bad stuff lately. He's been trash. No, no, since no, the no. Start. He brought the CTS V wagon with a manual. Good, but that doesn't that doesn't account for all the other shit that he brought into our lives. It kinda he also does. no, he yeah. gave, he gave us a crossover. What? A, oh well, I don't like that. He. He gave us the front-wheel drive Pontiacs. Yeah, okay. That killed Pontiac. I don't like that either. He killed the EV1. Yeah, I don't like that either. He gave us one really good thing with a bunch of bad things. Yeah, yeah, fine. He always, well, he always closer to He's closer to Hitler. Great. Because anyway, Hitler... That on that note... Hi- Hitler gave us... I think the- you have some news, right? You want to cover? <laughs> yes, all right. All right, cool. Bob Lutz is going to come kill me now. Um... <laughs> Actually, you know what? This is going to be a... This would be a better if I just switch two of my topics around. Okay. Um... So I was watching Stranger Things too. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, season three. Season three, three is of Stranger Things. Um, and I noticed, well, first off, in the mall, they have a K car. They have a turbocharged uh, Chrysler LeBaron convertible, okay. which is pretty cool. The <laughs> ultimate K car. Um, but then I noticed they made it two whopping episodes of her fucking up the continuity of Uh-oh. the whole series. What did they do? In the background, when they were leaving... Uh, Nancy's newspaper job, you can find 
a late 80s Oldsmobile Cutlass Calais. Okay, we've already right. had this conversation before, Ryan. It's in an alternate universe where these cars could exist. An alternate universe where in the early 1980s, the Department of Transportation legalized aerodynamic headlights? Yes. <laughs> where everything that didn't chance. Need... Yeah, no. The DOT would never allow that in time travel. No way. That doesn't, doesn't oh exist. They ruined it. The whole series is ruined. It's just, it's not that hard of a rule. It's like 1987. Everything... If it has round, like, headlights, if you can't unscrew the headlight from the outside of the car, uh-huh. it's 1987 and newer. Like, that's a pretty simple rule. Yep. That's just like a high mount in 1986. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's just one of those that's things. That's another thing I've been or watching Or the 74 for. crash bumpers. Like, if I, if I see a single high mount in Stranger Things, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> takes place in 84. Get it right. You got the car in the mall correct, but you didn't get that. I, you know, I consider myself a little unhealthy when I find nuance and stuff like that, but I've got, I've got nothing on you. Oh, yeah, I know. Car, cars yeah, cars no, tip me over. he's not allowed to. I am DB while we're watching. I am CDB or I am DB? I am DB. Okay. Yeah. Because the car database isn't even no, that, 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 that That's one, included. That, that, oh, okay. that one. A-I-M a- blank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do want to say... Uh, there was a guy that looked suspiciously like Gary Busey that's in it, and I IMDb'd him when I was out of the room, and it turns out it's actually uh, Gary Busey's son. Oh, yeah. We've talked about him before. Yeah. Who's identical to Gary. <clears throat> yeah. And he basically plays his dad, like, as the ultimate douche. <laughs> does, it, does he have a very prominent upper tooth line? That's <laughs> <laughs> insane. <laughs> I, heard, I heard him yelling. I'm like, wait a minute. That yelling doesn't seem right. But I just picture that under looks siege like him when I hear Gary Busey. Oh, well, I'm I'm looking. I'm like I I. That's not the yelling that I'm used to from Gary Busey, <laughs> but it it looks like him. What is going on here? I had to look it up, and that was it was his son. It's a dark, dark place. What Gary the Busey, Busey family? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, oh, I know firsthand. <laughs> oh, I was trying to jump around in the notes and figure out where you are. And now I figured it out. I just switched my my first okay. one. Okay, my last one. Oh. Talking of continuity things, I want to talk about Goodwood. Yes. Because Festival of Speed's on right now. Yes, it is. I don't know why the stream's not up on the TV. I think it's because I'm dropping a ball. Yeah, um, what are you doing? I don't know. I should probably bring that up. When you're doing your next topic, I'll bring it into a tab. We'll, we'll put it up for the, maybe the next one. For the, for the next episode, maybe. Why not both? Okay, sure. But anyway, um, I don't know. Have you, you've been keeping tabs on it, I assume. I've literally had the stream on nonstop. Since Excellent. I woke up on the 4th of July. So, I am not a fan of all the drifting that's going on in this event, but mm-hmm. I am a fan of that gigantic Russian the like, Kamaz. Mili- Kamaz that was yes. just, thing like lit everyone up. The dude is just putting my, serious slip angle into this my, thing. My favorite part is when he, uh, yesterday when he did his timed run, he yeah. uh, drifted into the grass and just just plastered a bunch of one percenters yep. with dirt yep. mud, and diesel yep. oh yeah <laughs> but like wonderful. the fact that this thing hangs out and it just it drifts pretty nice yeah no it uh kamaz is the most winningest um semi-truck manufacturer in the world and the uh most winningest <sighs> vehicle manufacturer in russia yeah, I know they're they're one of the best selling vehicle manufacturer marks in russia yeah well most like, full w- stop. winningest so well, that too 
Well, but, I mean, if you think about it, they, they have TVR, and they have a lot of like weird companies that you don't think of. Is TVR technically Russian now? It's been Russian, yeah. Well, I, I don't remember. It changes hands so often. Actually, I know in I, the I, mid-2000s. I think, I think it's, it might be Indian now. A, a quote-unquote Russian business boy bought it. Yeah. But yeah, Top Gear isn't a thing anymore, really, so I, I don't know. But I've been thoroughly enjoying that. Unfortunately, somebody binned a Lancia like, Group B yes. car, and then they replayed it 15 times, which is just like watching a kitten get punched in the face oh, that's, 15 times in yeah, a replay. Yeah, that's terrible. It's like me giving Modi eye drops 15 times which in a row. Which is hilarious after watch. I'm getting really good at that now. Yeah, I, you're going to get perfect up on the last day. I know. Um, I almost can get him to not even care. But So what, what were your favorite vehicles that you've seen go up so far? Um, definitely the Kamaz is up there. Um, uh, DB4, an old DB4 Aston. That was really, really cool. There hasn't, hasn't been a ton of really awesome stuff. They actually did a replay of the record-breaking run, which just got broken again by the IDR. Yep. And it was previously a V10 F1 car. Yeah. And that, like, that didn't just happen, but like that was an epic run. That IDR, uh, during his qualifying, was two seconds off from the lap record. Yeah. And like he wasn't really going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing is, is nuts. I mean, that's pretty much just taking down the world records everywhere. Because, like, it did Pikes Peak, then it did the Nürburgring Nordschleife, and... The the reason I watch uh, Goodwood yeah. is not for the cars I'm normally interested in. It's for watching people, like... Don't lie to me. You fapped to the lost, total loss oiling system vehicles going That's up. what I'm talking about, actually. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the vehicles I'm normally, like... I'm normally into at a normal on a normal day. I may have the Duroc 200 horsepower as the background on my computer at work, but that's beside the point. Um, but no, it's what I'm into is like just like watching somebody just have balls of steel and whip something that's worth millions and millions and millions yep. of dollars towards a brick wall at very high velocity. Yep. And that's yeah, my like favorite part. Like the 250 GTOs that run up, I'm just like. Yeah. Like, exactly. How much is that engine again? And, like, my, the reason I like the pre-war cars is because, like, not only are you going to ruin a car that's worth more than your house, most likely. And is irreplaceable. And is irreplaceable. You will likely ruin yourself, too, and yeah, die. Yeah. Because yeah, not a lot of safety. There's, like, literally none. Your safety is... It's being ejected from the vehicle. <laughs> this is actually the safety feature, yes. That's... <laughs> It was designed that way, so if the so car... So you can rely on your modern safety gear that you're hopefully wearing underneath your well, retro stuff. No, they wear retro safety gear, which is the best part. But no, the, the reason they do that is so if the car... Because they didn't have any way to control fires. If the car tips over and lights on fire, you're away from the fire. Okay. Because <laughs> you can heal a broken bone. You can't heal first... Like, yeah, first degree burns throughout like 90% of your body. Yikes, in, I don't want that. Skin yeah. grafts are not a good nobody thing in the that. early 1900s. No, nobody wants that at all. Uh, so yeah, the S seventy six is perennially one of my favorites. So I'm I'm actually gonna take that one. Oh, and the Beast of Turin. That's S seventy six. Yes, that that one I think we put in the Hall of Fame. Like I'm not gonna talk about that one specifically. Anything that has a dirigible engine in it, I'm kind of okay with. <laughs> exactly. So that my uh can also go on the yeah. on the Wall of yep. Fame. Yeah. Uh, that DB two twelve is really cool. That was cool, but apparently they were really slow. The reason why they were so good back in the day is they were more reliable than the yes, other cars. Yes, they were. Yes. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, we can't actually compete at all because we're really slow, but we can because our car doesn't break. One of my favorite things I saw was the there was a guy that had a blue, kind of clapped out um, Bugatti Type 35 pre-war again. Hit that bell. Um, and its story was hilarious. It's after it, won, it was done winning Grand Prix racing, it made its way to Scandinavia <laughs> where it was then ice raced. Awesome. 
So and then it made its way. I'd be so cold. That'd be the oh. worst ice racer ever. Oh. Like it'd be really good, but it'd be so Can you uncomfortable. Imagine trying to start a Type Thirty Five in weather cold enough. It was just, gotta be awful. But um, oh. yeah, the dude that was driving that like just whipped up the hill and like got it sideways and everything. So that was very very cool. Um, Mad Mike Wadette's car. I'm really disappointed in that Lamborghini. Yeah, it's probably an automatic, and it seems like he took the front drive shaft out of it. Yeah, it's like, well, he's just like, it's such a come down from his four-rotor Miata. Like, that was yeah. without a doubt the coolest that thing was a neat ever vehicle. made. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like that's a lot. Cool. Now he's just got a whatever car with the stock engine doing stock stuff. Great. With cool. a Rocket Bunny kit, by the way. Woo! Yeah, that wasn't right? Rocket Bunny. That's uh, Liberty Walk. Oh, really? Yeah. They all look the same to me. I know they do. Anything with over fenders, just get it away from me. I, there's some that I like, but... Speaking of over fenders... Not really. What? I'm excited for uh, Cars and Craft tonight. Yes, I am. Uh, that was actually that a, a good little thing. <laughs> it doesn't at all relate to like our topics that are going on right here right now, but I'm excited for it. No, it's, I, I'm very... lightly convinced me to take the SL. Yeah, I really think you should take the SL, because you know it was some nerd that leaves early and they're going to be looking for people. So it's just like, yeah, bring your stuff and just be ready, and they'll throw you into the show halfway through. Because that's one of those cars where it's like, your SL's like, it's... Okay. Well, it's not mine because it's an automatic. It's it's your dad's. Yeah. yeah. But the SL's like one of those things. It's like all right, that's mm, okay. But it's driving. Like when nice you see now. it. But then yeah. when, you, when you open the hood, if you're if you yeah. don't see the badge, you open the hood, you. Go, <laughs> Every one of those you see is just a 500, usually an early body. And you're yeah. Like, yeah, that's a nice SL. Yeah. And then yeah, you see a late model 600 with the bi-xenon, and you're like, oh damn. Okay. This is actually <laughs> really cool now. I still can't believe the insurance buyback on that was like twelve hundred dollars. God, it's insane. I know. I know. You're, I told you about the crankcase super overfilled, right? Yeah, you told me about that. So the SL, we've got a 1997 Mercedes R129 SL600. We've had it since 2003 in the family. My dad crunched it stupidly into a Camry. Fairly minor damage, but totaled it like two years ago. We bought it back and spent a year at my body shop of choice, which is now screwing me over on the blue M3. And... Apparently, at some point during that stay at the body shop, they added four, actually five liters of engine oil on top of a full engine oil fill. Why were they touching the engine? Well, the uh, oil cooler was punctured, so it was dripping engine oil. So they were like, oh, I probably need to top it up because the oil cooler, blah, 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 blah. So they, either they read the wrong fill amount and they never checked it, or they added a bunch of oil to an already full engine. But either way, I was running into, like, high RPM power loss, like, weird that stuff. That makes sense, then. And I had, like, fluctuating oil pressure at idle. And, yeah, the windage, the amount of horsepower lost to just blowing the oil around in the crankcase is probably yeah. biblical. It's yeah, probably, it must... like, hurting the piston rings, too. So. It's got to be really bad, yeah. Um, but it's running much better now that I've taken four, and I'll probably take another liter out of it before I drive it out of here today. Because it's still insane. a quart over full. That's crazy. But anyway, that poor car. But... Uh, Lens, like just how reliable. Yeah, that Mercedes V12. V12 is. Mercedes is like they're really solid. So. You know, you uh, that you really have to get like a cassette with just drum and bass on it, like some Prodigy or something. I actually really need to enter the radio code, which is in the trunk. We have. Oh it. yeah. But it's got the same burned CDs in it from when we put them in in 2003. Perfect. And it's got just like a bunch of electronic and top 40 from 2003 in it. All right. So that's good. Yeah, I would say like, yeah, get some Prodigy because that's the I most... I could ru- take the cassette out of the 850. Yeah, that, that's that's without a doubt the most Russian car you own because like nothing's more Russian than yeah. a very, very high trim level Mercedes yeah. 
with a salvage title. Actually, it has a clean title because we didn't have a lien on it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, right. So it shows a collision, but it clean title. It <laughs> doesn't say how much a collision was. No, worth. it just says front end collision with a motor vehicle. All right, perfect. And the damage was fairly minor, but like all of the parts that were hit, like the magnesium seven slot grill, the bi-xenon glass headlights, the facelift turn signals, the facelift bumper and fog light, the all V12 the radiator shroud and fan. That's all really expensive It's really stuff. easy to total a car when you, yeah. A, cannot buy the parts for it anymore, and B, each part is a $1,000. Yeah, it's super and easy. Yeah. I got lucky on finding a lot of this stuff piecemeal, but it was tough. I ended up finding like an SL320 you know, that, in that Wisconsin would be a, that had 600 parts on it. That would be a... Uh, Carbitrage top tip is you can probably find yourself a really good SL600 mm-hmm. that's been totaled out. And if you're clever, just look for front end damage. Yeah, If it's got puncture radiator, it's done. Hit me up if you need a radiator because I'm pretty sure I have the only other one in existence sitting downstairs right now. <laughs> <sighs> so there you anyway, go. Anyway, sorry, that's a huge tangent. No, 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 no. That, that, actually, I wanted to talk about that. That's because uh, so, I, I was looking for a place to bring that up. We could so, also segue from two-pedal rear-wheel drive vehicles into something else. What I'm going to do is I'm going to segue from two-pedal rear-wheel drive <laughs> to um, another two-pedal car. I think this one actually might be rear-wheel drive as well. I can't remember. But, um, yes, the Honda Urban E. It is rear-wheel drive. Yes, it, it's literally the perfect car. It, it's pretty good. Yeah, I've waitlisted it. Sure, whatever. Freak off. So I'm not wasting my F-bomb on this. This is their... Um, Look how cute it is. Well, this is the actual driving version it's yep this is production this, ready yes this is the production ready concept of it uh it is still all right so i have to, I have to, I have to preface this by saying the dudes at jnc are like losing their minds because they made it less nostalgic and i'm still like it doesn't look nearly as good as the old no, concept but, but if it's still you compare cute. that to literally anything else on makes well, oh yeah that's super it's cute it's still it's like a nod to the nostalgic, but it's also mm-hmm. a nod to the future, and I like that. Yeah, it's its its, its own design, and I mm-hmm. really like where they went with it. I, I love the look of it. Uh, if you scroll down, I think they have a picture of the rear. Um, they did such a great job mimicking the first-gen Civic without copying it. Yeah, there you go. And this thing's punchy. I mean, it's rear-wheel drive. It's 200 horsepower and yeah, 266 foot-pounds of torque. It has a pretty big battery. I think it's got 10 more kilowatt hours than the 500E. Yes. Which means it's over 100-mile usable range at all times. And the car um, the car is small. Mm-hmm. It's got, you know, 125-mile range. Um, we'll, we'll say 100 to be realistic. Yeah. It's, yeah. You turn on the lights. But that's too, pretty that good. Yeah. Other um, than, like, the winter. Yeah, Exactly. It ha- it has enough room to fit everything. It's a four door actually, which is really really cool. Is it? Is- yeah, it is. That's super neat. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was gonna be a two door, but that's a four door. Man, you could Uber in this thing. Yeah, you could. <laughs> um, it's easy to park. Jana, it's got- can you buy one, please? It's got all Maybe. of the stuff. I'm getting to that. <laughs> it's got everything that I want. It's literally the perfect car. That is a great car. And I, I really love it. Just like the Yar- the Yaris GRMN, I can't get it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ow, ow. I can't get it. I'm so mad. And, like, I've just been, like, holding out this modicum of hope. Oh, that's right. These actually, they're, they're not coming here. I know. Because we talked about this. I forgot about that. But, yeah. <clears throat> I remember the last time I brought this car up. It's so frustrating because I've never wanted a car this bad. That's saying something. Like You really want, like, a 
25th anniversary 300ZX or whatever it was. Yeah, right? I also want 25th anniversary, 50th anniversary Countach. Countach. Uh, 25th anniversary Countach, 50th anniversary that uh, Okay, whatever. It's some increment of 25. I, I want um, a Bugatti Type 35. Yeah, but that's unattainable. Well, so is a Countach, I guess. Yeah, but I'm just going over the mo- ridiculous cars that I want that I want this more than. Like, I will take this over any Duesenberg. Damn. Yeah. That's actually, I'm, okay. Well That's done, Honda. That's how badly I want this All car. All right, well, Honda, you need to reevaluate your uh, your shipping allocations because if a pre-war man wants new car, I think that that means other people probably also want new car. Well, I, I'm famous Look how for, cute it is. I'm famous for having said that my interest in cars dropped off precipitously after the millennium. And yeah, by twenty ten, by twenty ten, I didn't care about anything new. <laughs> until it, now, it, yeah, until now, it's like right now. There's there's three cars that I want. I want the Mirage, and I want the Corolla, the new Corolla hatchback XRS, and then this. And I want this more than anything else. It is so perfect. Like they even got the little notch on the hood that they had for the Civic mm-hmm. uh, carburetor on there. It's just so perfect, and it's as cute as a button too. I'm just, I'm beside myself. I can't get it. I want to see what the five delightful colors are. There we go. Blue, lime green, Caucasian, gray, and African-American. Yeah. So, all right. It's got one delightful color. Yeah. Um, well, the blue is pretty cute. But it's it's rear-wheel drive. It's retro-futuristic. It's everything I want, and I can't get it. It's probably inexpensive, too, new. And yeah. Honda is still fully eligible for the $7,500 EV tax credit. You know, I'm just going to put Hirotoshi Honda. On blast? On blast, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'm. I, you're, com- you're coming to America. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> it's going to happen. Oh, great. <laughs> Carbitrage will get its first publicity ever, and it will be... <laughs> JCCS 2019. So first the Royal Rumble. Man nuts CEO of Honda. <laughs> I'm not going to nut him. I'm going to suplex him through a table. So, so I feel like this is how JCCS is going to happen. He's going to find Doug Demiro. Oh, That's going to no. be his one. It's going to be a no, it's going to be a punch no, fest. No. I'm going to knock out Doug Demiro. <laughs> I'm going to knock out the CEO of Honda. Uh, and, anyway, <laughs> so I don't even know how to segue from knocking gonna, out Honda's it, CEO. It's <laughs> July but, or September 21st, Long Beach, California, the Royal Rumble. So speaking of September whatever, 2019, July 6, 2019, there was a Cars and Coffee event here in Minnesota. Was your Royal Rumble there? That was No, that was my very feeble attempt at a segue. Well, how, do you, get a how do you segue off that? I, I really can't. I'm so, making public threats to multiple people. Great. So I, I had to go down to this one, which makes two MNCNCs in a row for me, which is just gross. The last one was Cannonball. This one, it was me needing to get my goodie bag for Cannonball, because in their infinite wisdom, the only way you could get a hold of these was to cross the finish line in Brainerd. What? So my options after the fact were go to his house during a weekday in Eden Prairie. No. Or come to the Cars and Coffee and get it from him there. So I chose that option, hopped in the Tesla, got down to this casino parking lot, apparently parked in the wrong parking lot and get told off by some staff. And then I was given really crappy directions on where to go, which was really far away. And then I had to walk, find the cannonball tent, get my goodie bag, which was easy, and then get back and leave. So I've got my shirt on. This is the whole reason I went. It's because I paid and I need more shirts. 
It's blue. It looks fine. It's not great. That reminds me, I missed my zoo camp this week because I thought assumed it was started at the same time. A zoo camp? Yeah, they have it at the Minnesota Zoo. Hmm. Well, I would have taken the day off. But the Minnesota <laughs> Zoo has adult day camps that okay. you can spend with animals. Like That's pretty good. Yeah, I kind of so just do that with Modi. It's like a summer Yeah, but these camp. are fun animals that you can't yeah. have in a house. And so, like, <coughs> oh. in February when they dropped it for members, I signed up, like, day of. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was like, oh, shoot, I should probably check up on it. I check up on it. I get the date. It's... A day that I happen to have off work, super excited for it, and instead of con- like remembering the correct time, I convince myself it's at three o'clock when okay. it's actually at one thirty. Oh no! So I'm at my house at one forty, about to like head out, just checking my email for the the um, instructions, and I see it started at one thirty. So I turn to my brother and I go, "Do you want to go to the zoo? I bought a T-shirt." So. Oh. I was like, yeah. we'll right. just hang out at the zoo. Hey, man, a t-shirt is a powerful driver. Yep. Clearly. Yeah, because I, I went to the zoo. Wasted my entire morning doing that kind of crap, too. So. I, I'm just trying to tell you I, I understand the feeling. I'm, I'm glad that you can. the t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to just abandon it there. Like, hey there, little buddy. But, yeah, so I, I, going back to cars and coffee. It, I, this was my first experience as a spectator, and let me tell you, it's even worse. Yeah, because I saw, like, I looked, at the, I looked at pictures, and I'm like, I saw some all right looking Mazda threes and like data Rx's and then like a box Caprice in all right condition, a couple of Hellcats and, uh, nothing that interested me. Hmm. It's weird. It's like, if you're being like a jerk to everybody with anything other than a Lamborghini, suddenly they don't want to show up to your show. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Interestingly enough, I picked up my goodie bag next to two Chrome wrapped supercars. One was an Aventador, the other one was a new NSX. Oh, yeah? How, how long did they have left on their leases? I don't know. I'm guessing they don't take them to the dealership because they'd be voided or something. Yeah. They had to pay, like, a damage fee. Yeah, um, right. And the wraps were starting to look pretty haggard. Like, pretty... You know, they get, like, cloudy and goop, gloomy. They're not shiny anymore. Yeah. So. Anyway, I, I highly recommend that they try to find a new venue for that show because I really do miss in its heyday. Yeah. It's a great show, but no, last we time we had Cars here. and Caves, it was so much better. Cars and Caves is where, is where it's at, and it's like... And it, it's Cars a charity Cars event, and... too, so like it's just better in that it, facet. It's just... I don't know, man. It's and we like, have this venue. It's just... It's the venue! The venue's great, and then on top of that, like I don't have to sit there and like know that I'm supporting somebody who just like dislikes me for the car I drive. Right. And, that, and I mean, that's a huge part for me. Sure. Is like the... The, it, it's not like, like it's it's one thing to be like, oh, dude, sorry, we we were full up on cars. It's just like, right. It's like them like actually saying like, I'm sorry, you drive a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like I love my piece of shit. Yeah, no, it's it. There's no customer service, as opposed to right, right. No, I mean, no, I, I'm like, laughing just at like how I mean, customer. I mean, you're right. Yeah, it, just, that's exactly what it is. Because like, like if you look at Drive Cartel, like they discriminate against cars like all the time, but they're like. They're not jerks about it. Right, and because of that, the quality of their show is excellent, and they're probably my favorite Minnesota-based car club right now. Oh, they're, without a doubt, my favorite. Like, yeah, they, I don't... Nobody at that club that I've talked to is... I mean, they're all great people. Every um, single person's wonderful. Yeah. And it's like, I can sit there and have a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, even if, like, me and, the, me and that person have completely different tastes in cars. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not a huge fan of stanced out Lexuses, but I can have a conversation. But there's a Hello Kitty in the back of it. Yeah, but it's like I can have a conversation with that person because it, that person's still a nice person overall. Right, right. As yeah. opposed well, to somebody... Like, in my in my world, it's talking to somebody that's super into the same cars I'm into, but is like completely opposite political views. I'm like, let's just not talk about the thing that we hate each other for. Exactly. And let's talk about the car mm-hmm. thing. Well, it, or it's like if you go to Wheels of Italy. Like, it, it, you don't have to have a cheap car because Wheels of Italy is a wonderful example of a car group where they drive car like supercars... But they're nice people because awesome. That guy with that Countach is yeah. one of the best oh, people I've ever met. Yeah. But notice how he's not at every show. Yeah, he's not. He goes to what he wants to. Right. And, is... But like even the other people at Wheels of Italy, like the guy with the. Speaking uh, of which, that's coming up. I'm so it excited. is. I'm very excited. Um, Remind me. I might have to take the day off. I might not be able to. Though. Uh, keep talking, Ryan. But anyway, I was to say uh, that guy with uh, the Fulvia 8. HF Integrale, mm-hmm. uh, that front-wheel drive, really cool one from the 60s. The one that we found is shockingly affordable. Yeah, that one. Uh, that guy's super nice. Uh, the, July 18th, Jenna. The dude that brings his F40 is mm-hmm. super nice. There's it a, was funny he didn't bring that to CEC because it I ran. I know. but it, Well, it's because there, th- there was threats of hail, and I get that. Cause, yeah, it's carbon fiber. Yeah, but like a big piece of hail can crack carbon fiber. I feel like they'd be really expensive on that car to fix. Probably. Um Get two easy ups. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like there's a guy that's got a Ferrari 250 GTO, and like he was like just shy of like let like letting me get in the car. <laughs> he like he opened the door, yeah. like showed me all the stuff about it. It was like really interesting. He's there's like, no like barriers or anything. He's like, yeah, hey dude, check out this like weird like misplaced weld on my car. Like <laughs> it's just so weird because like and you like look at me, it's like this car's like. $30 million, and, like, this door's hanging on by a thread. See like, all this red stuff down there? I'm like, oh, my God, is that blood? I'm like, no, it's pasta sauce. <laughs> this was their luncheon vehicle. Yeah, like, I, like, just, like, you don't have to be a dick to own a supercar. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite things. And I think one of the things that I was talking to Austin when I first met him, um, he said to me, is to own a supercar, you have to have a sense of humor. You can't take yourself too seriously. And he says... Because if you take yourself too seriously, you open the door to your Countach, and you notice that of the five screws holding on your door sill, mm-hmm. one of them is a Phillips head because they ran out of screws that day. Like, just things like that. He's right. Like, and well, like, it's like Lamborghini, too. I yeah, mean. and I think that's just, like, one of the things is, like, these feel like, just, yeah, it's like cars and coffee just take themselves too seriously. Well, they, they do. They, fe- I... they feign having fun about it, I feel like. As opposed to, like, actually having fun with it. The show used to have personality, now it's a zombie. Yeah. It's not too far gone, but in its current locale, it's... I, I don't... I'm trying to find a good way to describe it, but, like, the demographic of people that attends has completely changed. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it's not the fun... The fun... The fun car enthusiast feel. people. It's the people that... They, they watch, like, Need for Speed, the movie... Yeah, and then they go to a car show to see the same thing, and there's there's still merit in that, but it's not a show that I want to attend any longer. Well, it's like I wouldn't even say it's that. I I, I think I honestly think it's people. It's the the rental supercar, mm-hmm. or not the rental, but the le- the least supercar crowd, where yeah. they expect to get an award because they own an Aventador, right? And it's like, yeah, you probably do have the most expensive thing in the show. Those are the people that buy their kids through college. Yeah, and it's but it's like. 
you have nothing to show for it. Like, what do you do with your inventory? Oh, you park it. Cool. You have how many miles on it? 12? Wow. Was it you that commented recently online? It was like, I'm done with hard park shows or... No, that wasn't me because okay. I love hard parking. Okay. But Oh, no, it was Spaz. It was Spaz. No, I'm... Which I agree with that sentiment, but he's like, oh, we should have more race events. My bro, not everyone wants to do race events. Yeah, I don't want to go to race events. It's always hot as hell and there's nowhere to stand. And you're going to break your car. Yeah, like... <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, like, anybody that's, like, too much about, of one thing or another. Because, like, you know, there's people at race events, like, that are just as cancerous as people at car shows. Like, the people that go to, like, race events, they're like, everything else is stupid unless it's a, uh, unless it's a race event. Like, that's, like, really, like, there, there's more than one way to enjoy a car. So. I can't put Goodwood on the uh, stream. Oh, that's lame. Uh, Firefox is not recognizing flash or something sorry oh weird because yeah. google chrome automatically has it installed yeah um, i know which is why i use it at home but i don't know why windows 10 doesn't have it installed automatically no it never does i've never had this issue before it's never had it installed automatically you have to install it but like why html5 works i don't know anyway, anyway doesn't matter so what i, I want got, to talk I about one more Uno mas. i want to have a conversation about cancer at what point does cancer get so bad that it becomes bioluminescent? Oh, let me let me get this on the stream. We may not know medically, but BMW certainly has found out. So BMW went and they're like, "Oh man, our kidneys have cancer and everybody hates it. What more can we do? Oh, let's make them buy. Let's make them light up." Oh no! No! Yeah. No! It's an illuminated kidney grill. No. It is a bioluminescent, cancerous growth. On the car. Please let it be radioactive and face inward. No, so it... no, no. You, you can see them right there from yep. the outside. That, those are them lighting up. They, they, the, the kidneys, little lines of the kidneys you're light taking up. taking the worst design aspect of modern BMWs and, and you're then... accentuating them. Yeah. Like when Mercedes did their light up three-pointed star, I'm like, that's tacky, but I get it. It's tacky, but it's like if you put it's that on. It's also really minimalist. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is you can also turn it on and off, too, which is like mm -hmm. not a big deal. But it, it's really tacky, but that makes sense on a Mercedes, like, like S600, right. like, Lorenzer. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> like, that's you the should, Maybach now. Yeah, you, you need to have, like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Russian oligarch, you're driving a Mercedes, not a BMW. Like I just I don't know what BMW is thinking because they're they're the people that are like, like oh to use a British term that is Cheshire. Yes, it is. It's very Cheshire. And what it's the, cars and coffee. Well, yeah. Well, what it is is it's that's the rental supercar crowd. Yeah, that's their daily driver. People that want to have every a, one of the people that buys one of those is going to get the dealer installed add-on M color stripes for that kidney grill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And they're going to be. It's the sort of person that wants the ultimate driving machine to never drive it. Like, that's who that is. Right. And, yeah, that's stupid. Anyway, wow, this has been a fantastic amount of complaining about literally everything about cars today. Well, it's... Oh, oh. God, that looks really bad. Oh, they, they zoomed in on it. <laughs> oh, look. Well, the seats look like my floor mats. <laughs> They do. Actually, um, I don't. I don't mind that interior, but you know what? I'm gonna be positive for a minute. I'm just gonna add one last thing onto here. Well, is it gonna be a what you learned positive, or is it gonna be no? It's gonna be right before what you learned. Oh, I just want to say something positive. Okay, cool. The AE101 Corollas. Yeah, are like early, some of the best cars ever. Those are really cool, and Facebook keeps pushing pictures of cool ones on me, like from various like classic 
Japanese car like pages that I follow. Mm-hmm. Like you can make those look really cool and they're really cheap. I might pick one up in the future, but I just want everybody to know that if you want a really cool car for not a lot of money, AE 101 Corolla, the, ni- the 93 to 97 Corollas. I recommend those all the time for people that do not have money to have a car, but yeah. need a car. Oh, I say the Camry, because the Camrys are easier to come by. They are, but the Corolla is a better car. It is, that's true. And the Corolla has a non-interference engine, and the Camry has an interference engine. That is also true. So, um, yeah, it, And the Corolla gets like 40 MPG. Dude, the, the 1.6, that 5 EFE engine is just... I think that's right. No, it's a 1.8. 1.8 is a 5 EFE. 5 I said EFE. No, it's... So, there's still the... It's a 4A. Is It's a 4A FE is the 1.6. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 1.8 is the 7A FE. Yep, okay, yep. And so, if you take the one point um, the 1.8 liter bottom end, and you yeah. put on a 4AGE head, head okay. uh, from like an MR2, mm-hmm. a first-gen MR2 or an A86, like a first-gen yeah. MR2, uh, then you have a very good car. The silver top, you actually have to get the entire engine because it's an oh. entirely different architecture. Interesting, okay. Yeah. Uh, our stock A, uh, um, AW11 MR2 engines, were they black tops? What were they? You had the, the top? blue top and the red top. Okay, red top. Anyway, um, let's get on to what we learned, because I can't look at this BMW anymore. Yeah, get that out of here. Anyway. Oh, so much better. Uh, so, Gianna, what did you learn? Uh, don't call in sick on the Friday after um, the 4th of July, because you'll only have six kids, and all of them will leave by 4.30. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a great day to work. I actually yeah. worked Friday a little bit, too, and it was lovely. I went Did in in shorts and flip-flops, and I worked for yeah. like two hours. I, I went in, and... Um, I ate goldfish and colored. That's that's what I did. That sounds great. amazing, actually. I like yeah. both of those things. Um, I'll give you a minute to think about it because I actually have mine ready. Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm, I'm pondering. So I learned when the the perfect time to go to the junkyard. Yeah. Is during very light rain. Because nobody else is there. Yeah. And you are able to did just you go, go up to East Bethel. Yeah, did I got one of the taillights. <gasps> Why? The other one. Somebody took the other one. They left the wiring harness, so they're obviously not doing a retrofit. Great. So somebody actually had. Yeah. So I gotta go find one of the taillights. I was really excited to put on because if I could get the other taillight put on, I would totally throw in the van in the show today. <sighs> I but, do love that Mazda Five. I think yeah, it's so cool. It's a really cool car. I I'm just. Thing. I really need a driver's side LED taillight. Well, APB. Yes. If you know APB of a Mazda 5 Touring. With, with the wiring harness. With the wiring harness, left yes. side. You didn't cut the wiring harness off the other side? You know, yeah, it's a plug and play. Oh, okay. You don't have to cut anything. All right, fine. It's really, really easy to take out. Or, you, was there anything else on the Touring you needed? I really need. I wanted the seats, but somebody took the front seats. But the back seats in the third row are still there. Mm. Um, the mirror I couldn't use because it had uh, navigation, so the mirror fits differently. Ugh. But um, what's cool about that is that this had navigation, and I looked at the wiring harness, and it's all plug-and-play, because Mazda used one wiring harness for all the cars. So you took the Navi in it? No, it was already gone. Oh. I, I, no, I learned a lot of really important things. That was my takeaway. Okay. Um, well, that's cool. And the thing is, is basically all I need to do is just find a tipped-over Mazda 5 uh, Touring. Also, <laughs> I wanted to get the headlights. I was going to take the headlights, so the front bumper had a crack in it, because they curbed it. And that ruined the headlights? 
No, it's a different front bumper than mine, slightly. Oh, no. It, was the, it's, it sucked. It was the same color as your van. I know. Like, that's why I was really I mean, excited. I'm like, dude, I'm just going to slap this on. Like, this is going to be done. Different like, front bumper? Yeah, the headlights dip down oh, just a man. smidge well, into the bumper. You'll get there. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting. And they're getting kind of up there in age. And this that one, one was super clean, too. I think they grenaded the engine. It, ha- it had some rust on it. Oh, I, okay. I think what they... Well, either the engine or the transmission they grenaded. It was an automatic, so probably the probably trans. trans. Yeah, the 2.3 it, is pretty solid. Yeah, it's a really good engine. It's a, the transmission is trash. So. All right. I right. will tell you, there's a lot of Ford Fusions with 2.5s in that junkyard, and that's a direct bolt-in. Yep. Don't have to do anything. Yeah, and you know they're all there for transmission failure. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Right. I so learned you that uh, bistro lighting can class up the backyard of any St. Paul home. Yes. That really helped a lot on 4th of July. It was great. Plus, it uh, it let us stare at the neighbors that were staring out at us. Yeah, I wasn't sure it was a dog, and then I found it was a person. Yikes. Wearing a hood. Wearing a hood. Like, we, we literally stared at them. We're like, oh, what kind of dog is that? And then we realized... They dip down oh. and close the blinds really slowly. It's just super creepy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Oh, the grandmother person that lives in that trap house is very, very sweet. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's very, very nice. I met her. She uh, she was like the first person I had contact with in the driveway after they moved in. Yeah. I'm like, hello, how are you? Like, very well. How are you? I'm like, very fine. Thank you for asking. She, she's a very sweet lady. She yeah. moves very slowly, but yeah, she's she very does. sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was getting Jan's chair and I met her. She's yeah. very cute. Yeah. So anyway, the more you know, all right. This power. Well, Thank now you we for are listening. We are back to the regular schedule for at least a couple of weeks until I go to the Hawk. So yes. Thanks as always for listening. We will catch you later this week. Indeed. Bye. <laughs>